Welcome to the Stephen Hayes Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Hayes. This podcast is brought to you by Tunnel Vision Sports. This is a brand new podcast on the TVS network. And you can catch this podcast every Monday. Uh, We'll drop one every Monday. We'll make sure that, you know, you guys get to know me and I get to know you. We'll also set up some stuff for the the listeners. Um, I want to make sure I, you know, interact with you guys. I want to make sure that we... You know, I don't know what we'll do. Maybe I'll do it on an email base or something like that or a number you could text um, to get your comments and get your opinions. And then we'll, what we'll do is we'll respond the next episode. So um, we won't set it up for this episode, but I'm pretty confident for by the time the next episode comes out, we'll have it ready and then we'll hit the ground running from there. Um, so for those of you who do not know, my name is Stephen Hayes. Like I said earlier, I am the CEO of Tunnel Vision Sports. Um, Tunnel Vision Sports is a sports media company. Um, we're shifting the focus. You know, everything that you know and love or hate about sports media today, we're not that company. We're more about positivity. We're more about changing the culture in sports media. We want to make sure that um, the athletes are respected. We want to make sure that everything that goes on at tunnel vision sports is from a non-biased perspective we want to make sure that everything that we do is you know authentic but we don't we don't want to take away the the true sports feel but you know we're not into the politics or the the personal lives unless they're doing something positive we want to you know help shine the light on but we're, we're we're not worried about anything else that's going on in their personal lives you know we only know athletes for for what they do on the field um or the or the court or whatever you know their profession is that's how we know them I know a lot of athletes uh, get heckled and a lot of people talk crap, but uh, let's just be honest. You know, if you saw that athlete walking down the street, you're not going to do anything to the athlete. So, you know, um, this episode is the first episode. You know, this just think of this episode as like the first date, you know, that that awkward first date when you're getting to know each other and you're learning each other and you're understanding each other and you're, you know, just filling each other out, you know, but uh, we'll get we'll get it but i'm not i'm also not trying to be perfect i'm not trying to pronounce every word perfectly i'm not trying to you know be you know i I told you guys in my introduction i'm going to be myself i'm going to be authentic um and that's what you're always going to get from me now that being said i'll uh for those of you who did not hear the introduction i'll give you a quick background about myself i am a green bay packers fan this is the sports side of myself i am a green bay packers fan diehard green bay packers fan um diehard new york yankee fan um i love the golden state warriors i love the los angeles lakers i know some of you are like how can you love both those teams or why do you like the Packers? whatever i don't care don't don't even ask me that you know don't we're not going to do that um but you know at the end of the day i'm a sports guy I'm, i'm a big sports fan i could i could be watching golf um my wife can attest to this i could i could be watching golf and I'll jump up and cheer, you know, off a of birdie or something. It doesn't take much to get me hyped. You know, I, I, I think I'm, I'm not one of those guys who will paint his body and go out, you know, to the game like that. I, I'm not doing all that. But I'm a big sports fan. A lot of sports news to get into. But, you know, we're not going to do the typical rundown of you know a recap of what's going on in the sports news we're just going to talk about what's on my mind with sports and then we'll talk about movies i'm a big movie buff 
uh, love movies. Um, I love TV shows as well. Um, I love music. Uh, you know, we'll talk some business. You know, we'll get into that side of things. But it's just going to be a fun, you know, chill back podcast for you to listen to. And again, like I said, we'll have the... the I don't know what I want to do yet. I think I th- if we can do the text, I would prefer text. And then we'll set something up, like I said, where you could comment and then you know we'll we'll interact that way and then we'll we'll possibly set something up where you could be featured guests on the show you know there'll be some rules and regulations you'll have to follow but you know i want to interact with you guys i want to interact with my listeners i don't care if it's two (laughs) you know if it's two listeners then we'll we'll interact with the two listeners but you know all that being said you know i think this is this is going to be fun a fun experience for the both of us and like i said earlier this is just think of this as like the awkward date you know like the 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 first time that you're meeting and you gotta you know get the get all the the kinks out and figure it you know getting all that out the way um i know on your end you're probably like well who am i listening to or what the hell is he talking about or whatever the case may be and then on my end i'm trying to figure out you know who my listener is what what does my audience like you know things like that so this is our you know this is our meeting phase you know this is the first time we'll be meeting this is this is the the first episode and you know we we'll have a lot to get into but i want to start um I, I it's only right i start i want to start with my green bit packers and i have a simple message for all my diehard packer fans I'm not going to talk about the, the Fairweather fans. I'm not talking about, you know, just the Aaron Rodgers fans or, you know, just the Devontae Adams fans who obviously Devontae is no longer with the team. But I'm just saying that I'm talking about the diehard go pack go, you know, fans, green and yellow, you know, those fans, those fans who are with them through thick and thin, whatever the case may be. That's who I'm talking to. You know, my simple message to you is relax which if you're a diehard fan you've heard this before relax you know it's 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 what is it no it's not it's april now it's april now so we're in april and you know the season doesn't start until september you know we if if we're starting the season game one of the regular season and whatever our or whatever our current roster is right now then i would i would kind of be like okay well what are we doing this is april we're in april just chill just chill you know we, we we have time to get this thing together we have time to figure this out let's enjoy our summers enjoy our families eat up some barbecue you know just just have a good old time but just relax don't worry about what the packers are going to do and i know a lot of people are saying i know the rumors have been swirling about dk metcalf a wide receiver for these currently for the uh Seattle Seahawks or Odell Beckham Jr. Um, you know, there's been some names just thrown out there. I, my feelings on that is I don't feel like you need to go hit a home run with a receiver. I think you need more of a RBI approach to this thing because Devontae Adams is a great receiver. An all-time great receiver, in my personal opinion. I'm pretty sure that's a lot of people's opinion. I think Devontae Adams is irreplaceable. So I don't think you try to replace Devontae Adams with just another big 
name. Um, Devontae Adams had intangibles. He had chemistry with Aaron Rodgers. He had reps with Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, Devontae Adams' leadership, productivity, everything that he did made him who he is, made him, you know, the great wide receiver that he is. So to expect somebody to come in and fill that void no, that's not going to happen. So don't, don't you know, we're, we're, we're getting off that. That's not going to happen. But if you get a bunch of glue guys, like, you know, a bunch of solid wide receivers who know their role, who have speed, who can catch the ball and be in their spots, you know, th- those are the guys. If you could place those guys around Aaron Rodgers, I think we're in for a treat. Again, you don't don't try to replace Devontae Adams with one receiver. I think you're going to need multiple receivers. I think the only what we have uh, Randall Cobb is still there and Alan Lazard. So, you know, and Randall Cobb can be a great help to Amari Rodgers in the slot, teaching him that. Um, Alan Lazard, big guy, big receiver. Um, He's built up a, a great chemistry with Aaron Rodgers. So, I think, you know, that'll be great. But as far as like you know figuring out you know what big name can we get to hit on no we don't need that we had one of the greatest receivers in the game Devontae Adams and we still couldn't you know that wasn't ultimately it didn't seem like it was enough to get us to a Super Bowl or to even get us out of the NFC um you know we we, we're not worried about names we we want wins we want more than regular season wins and I know that you know the Packers want wins the Packers want uh, more championships you know last time Packers won a championship was 2010 and you know that that you know that's over with is <laughs> NFL is what have you done for me lately league anyway so you know we we're looking at that and I think you know also let me not forget to mention losing Marquez Valdez Scantlin and free agency to the Kansas City Chiefs that hurt um he was a speedster um I think, you know, we're going to, that's why I said we need speed and, you know, people who can catch. Cause I, I think, you know, we're going to, we're going to have to really put together a combination of guys to be able to do this. Now, once again, if you're a diehard Packers fan, I'm going to take you back a little bit. If you remember, like I said, the Packers last won the Super Bowl in 2010, but that, that group of receivers were, you know, it was it was all around. You had Greg Jennings, you had Don uh, Donald Driver, um, was I believe Jordy Nelson was on that team. Um, don't quote me on that, but I, I'm pretty sure Jordy Nelson was on that team. Um, Donald Driver was like the vet, you know. So you take that and you, you got Randall Cobb. I think if you put I think if you put together a group of receivers like the Packers had. Even if you go back a little further, when Brett Favre was still there in his last couple of years, you had uh, Javon Walker. Um, some of you probably don't even know who that is, but you know you, you got or I'm a, or you go back, you know Antonio Freeman, you know Robert Brooks, you know my guys. You could take it back to that earlier in the when the Packers won earlier in the '90s and the, when they won the Super Bowl. But you just need a bunch of great glue guys. That's what's gonna get us i feel that's what that's what'll get us over the hump that's just me i feel that's what'll get us over the hump i feel like that's what will ultimately lead us to another super bowl um 
and I could just be, you know, talking outside of my head with that one. But and I, I truly feel like you cannot replace Devontae Adams with one big name receiver. You're just going to have to go out and get a bunch of solid guys. Um, <laughs> I know we got some draft picks that, you know, from the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, the Packers traded Devontae Adams to the Las Vegas Raiders in exchange for some draft picks. But, you know, I don't, I could care less about the picks. Um, unless you're going to draft some, you know, NFL-ready guys, which, you know, you don't have nobody in college throwing you footballs like Aaron Rodgers can. So that's going to be a little difficult. But if you could draft some solid guys to either trade or, you know, trade those picks ahead of time. Like if, I think if you, if you, if you, really look at that if you really can do that then i think we're good um you know but just relax it's april you know we we got we got a, we got a few months to figure this thing out before the season starts before training camp starts like you know there's a, there's a lot of things that can happen you know within this time frame and i'm excited i'm still excited as a packer fan i'll now i'll be honest when the green bay packers lost to the uh san francisco 49ers in the division around last season that really 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 bothered me because i really felt like you know that 49ers team was i really i did i had a gut feeling that 49ers team would get the best of us because it was it was just a uh, i don't know what it was but it was just a terrible feeling because they were so gritty and then i seen the way they were using debo samuel and i just you, you saw it like nobody was able to figure it out up to that point but i'm looking at the weather i'm thinking okay we got it on the side and then i'm thinking okay aaron Rodgers will you know do his thing i'm thinking he will get out there and do what he has to do but uh you know it just was one of those you know it just wasn't a good performance um you know i'm not here to uh analyze you know what he did wrong whatever i don't know what ultimately caused the bad performance but you know onward and upward that's all i care about you know so next season is is i'm always excited for the packers um but like i said i was ready to i'm i, I was literally saying okay well let's just move on from aaron Rodgers. um that was a bit of frustration as well as you know being honest i was just like okay well if we're gonna just take this hit let's just go with jordan love and call it a day that's not the route they went um i definitely didn't i saw it as a huge possibility but i definitely didn't want it to be true that the Packers would lose Devontae Adams, but they did. So, again, you know, you move forward. You don't worry about, you know, the rest of the stuff. I'm not one of those type of fans that, you know, saying the shoulda, coulda, woulda, we lost. Um, I, the, the Packers lost. You know, I wasn't on the field. So, I don't even know what it feels like to be in their shoes with that loss. And I'm sure that loss still has a bad taste in their mouth, you know. And I just... I just feel like that should be the whatever, you know, they go through this offseason to to restructure this team. I, I feel like you just got to go back to that game and look at everything from that game. Special teams. I know they, you know, try they've been trying to address some of those issues, but special team, special teams, defense, offense, like just all wholeheartedly address that. And then, you know, build from there. And I think we'll be good. I really do. I think we'll be good. Um, moving on from the Packers, you know, 
um i'm sorry you so again this is you know the the awkward you know first time getting it out the way you know what you're going to get from me is is some pack of rants you know you're going to get some some warriors rants from the golden state warriors side of things um and then we'll like i said we'll get into some other stuff movies tv shows music i think uh i think looking at i know i said moving on from the packers but i think last thing i'll say about it i think looking at the green bay packers right now i personally like where we are because it's april and 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 that's what i'll say i'll leave it there because it's april and you know i think we got a lot of time to figure this thing out i don't think it'll be figured out within the next couple weeks or the next month but i definitely think it'll be figured out and i also think the packers might change some of their traditional approaches to free agents and and drafting and everything so you know we'll see but promise this time stopping at the packers there we're going to transition over to the uh the nba um the nba playoffs is right around the corner this is the most exciting that the nba to me has been in a very long time man you got guys dropping um 50 pieces and 60 pieces like they're a one-shot free throw and i i, I just think you know lebron putting up like two 50 point games uh kevin durant putting up i believe it was 53 Kyrie putting up 60 carl anthony towns putting up 60 uh, Sadiq Bay putting up 51, Jason Tatum putting up, I think it was 54, if I'm not mistaken. Like these guys are out here like murdering the game, you know, when it comes to the talent level. Um, and I, the question I have for you is, are you not entertained? Like seriously, like the, the NBA is in a good spot. It's in a great spot. Don't let the media hype you and get you to thinking that it's not or oh these guys are not playing defense they didn't play defense like that back in the day they did not it was only a handful of teams that truly played defense back in the day not saying it's because it's my home team but the detroit pistons was one of them um they played tremendous defense um they was also physical you know a lot of that stuff that you do today is is you know the nba has a lot of people say the league is soft yeah it whatever it's not you get out there you run up and down the court you try to keep up with these you know athletes see what you come up with but they took away that and now it's more so like okay shut up and play like you know don't worry about you know you're saying the league is soft Let's, where your talent level at you know what have you been doing in the summer you know that's where we are now with the nba it's an offensive league um it's a young man's league now it's crazy to think that the, the the lebron james the steph curry's the kevin durant's the james hardens you know these guys are the, uh the, the demar DeRozans. these guys are considered the old heads i just love the way that i love the the the, the spot that the nba is in i think with uh jason tatum uh joker denver um Jamal Murray with Denver. Cannot mention the young talent in the NBA without mentioning John Morant. He's must-see TV. Uh, who else you got? Um, it's, it's, he's in my mind. Uh, Devin Booker. Uh, Giannis. Giannis is, Giannis is my guy. Love Giannis. 
uh, Antetokounmpo. Who else? It's a lot of great young. The, I love the Memphis Grizzlies as a whole. Uh, Jordan Poole for the Golden State Warriors. Jonathan Kaminga for the Golden State Warriors. I, man, those, those two dudes right there. They are some studs. I'm trying to think who else. Anyway, the NBA is in great hands. I think what the way the the way the league is right now, where the league is right now, Brazil, I think that you can really see Trey Young. Let me not Luca. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I was forget, I'm like, who am I forgetting? I think where the league is currently right now, um, you can see just in like the talent level is just oozing out of these guys. Like the NBA is so fun to watch right now. And I don't care who you are. If you feel otherwise, you're just a hater, to be honest. Like the NBA is fun to watch. I know people talk about Michael Jordan and they say, you know, well, if Michael Jordan was in this era. He'd average 60. Okay. This is just me. This is just my personal opinion on this. If Michael Jordan was to average 60 in the current era of the NBA, what would LeBron, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, uh, Luka, Jason Tatum, like, do, what would these guys average in that era? Because while you're saying nobody, you didn't see nobody like Mike. Those players didn't see nobody like the guys I just named. So, let, you know, you got to be fair on that end. So if, if, if Michael is going to put up 60, you could bet your bottom dollar. Nobody's going to be prepared to check Steph, you know, before he's technically before he steps across half court. Um, nobody's going to be prepared for a seven foot guy with handles and can give it to you however you want it in a Kevin Durant. Nobody's going to be prepared to, you know, handle a Luka or a Joker who's a center, uh, Nikola Jokic, but he's a, there's a, he's a guard. He's, he's everything in between. He can pass the ball. He can rebound the ball. He can bring the ball up the court. Like nobody's, they're not prepared for those guys. A Giannis who, you know, I believe Charles Oakley said, you know, wouldn't come off the bench or I don't want to misquote him, but you know, that was just talk, you know, they're, they're not prepared for these guys. So while I get it, it's, it's basketball royalty. When you mention Michael Jordan's name, and, I'm not, and this is not a knock on Michael Jordan at all. I'm just saying if Michael Jordan would average 60 in the current era, what do you feel like the current players would average in the previous eras? Because you don't even have to go back to the early 90s and the, in the 80s. Let's take them back to like the early 2000s, right? So I remember when the Detroit Pistons, 2004, they won the 2004 championship. Um, they beat a very disgruntled Los Angeles Los Angeles Lakers team, and you know it was it was it was all set up perfectly. And the Pistons went on a, on a, on a, a tear that year. They were holding teams under 70 and. You know, but but you know, no, it's not a disrespect to anybody, but the talent level it was only a handful of guys that had the talent back in that day. You know, you had Kobe, you had Tracy McGrady, LeBron had kind of he had just got into the league, Dwayne Wade had just got into the league, Carmelo had just got into the league, so these guys weren't even there yet. But the guys I just named, you know, the, these guys are beasts, man. Um, Jason Tatum's of the world, the Trey Youngs, the you know the Luka Doncic, the the Giannis, you know John Morant's. These guys are are freaks of nature. So you know the athletic skill set that they possess 
along with the basketball skill set that they possess. And then you get, you know, DeMar DeRozan, who's still, you know, a beast. In my personal opinion, Devin Booker should be considered the front runner for MVP. The Phoenix Suns went through a stretch where they didn't have Chris Paul for six weeks and nobody noticed him. I think I don't I don't want to say the I thought I had it in front of me. I don't want to say the exact amount of games that they lost, but nobody noticed it. That's the main thing. You really didn't tell that Chris Paul was out. And Devin Booker is being totally disrespected by not even being considered MVP right now. Um, I get Joel Embiid is doing his thing. I get that uh, Nikola Jokic is doing his thing. Giannis doing his thing. But you take Chris Paul and Devin Booker away from that Phoenix Suns team for six weeks. Tell me what you get. I'll wait. Tell me what you get because Devin Booker, I don't know. I, I've been really struggling trying to figure out. Why, like, it's hard for me to figure out why he doesn't get the proper respect that I feel he deserves or that I know he deserves. I know the media gets caught up in the hype, but, you know, this team, let's not forget, went to the finals last year. And then now they're back to a 60-win team. I feel like they found their their footing. I feel like they found their groove, not with just this season, but I feel like they'll be you know contending for western conference championships or um in a position to contend for western conference championships or even nba finals championships for years to come um you know i think even if chris paul is not there i think with him being there now helps that team with their confidence you know helps them that you can bring another point guard in that's similar as far as like facilitator and stuff like that and then it'll be a perfect combination to go with Devin Booker you know I just think you know looking at what the Suns have done this season and Devin Booker is a huge part of that I, I don't understand why he's not considered for MVP but again that's the media side of it that's the media side who you know uh and I know we're media as well but I'm just we're, we're not like the normal media but that's the media side of it who does their picks and their chooses and I personally don't feel like the media watches these games I really don't. I feel like they watch it. They, I feel like they watch the games, the primetime games that are televised. But, you know, other than that, I don't feel like they watch many games. But I just I just wanted to speak my piece on that. I feel like the NBA is in great hands. I feel like, you know, this is this is probably one of the best. Let me see. I'm just talking about from a talent level. I'm not I'm not disrespecting anybody in the past. I'm just saying from the young guys like everybody's putting up numbers everybody's doing great i'm not gonna say like i'm not putting them up there as like oh this is the best talent the nba has ever seen no absolutely not. i'm not saying that what i'm saying is this pool of young talent that is currently in the nba is at an all-time high you know because you got guys who people are not i mentioned sadiq bay you know the the, the the media is not talking about sadiq bay this man just put up 51 points in the nba you know, this, 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 you know, these guys are, these guys are, are athletes, but their, their, the talent level is so different now. And I think that I just wanted to, you know, we need to understand and highlight that more, man. Like the NBA is in great hands. The NBA is in great hands. Everything that is being done right now, currently with the NBA, I love it. Yeah, the defense is not the same as it once was, but also on the offensive end, like I said, it's, it's going back to, okay, well, what you doing in the summer? You know, 
get your weight up. Understand that, you know, I'm going to give you buckets when I get out here on this court. You know, a lot of people ragged on Kyrie, but Kyrie Irving, you know, with the Brooklyn Nets. But look what he he came back. And it's unfortunate that the Nets are in the, the, the bottom of the East right now. But, you know, if that Nets team is healthy and they don't experience any of these issues, then please, they're number one. And then shout out, you know, it's hard for me to say this as a Laker fan, but shout out to the Boston Celtics. They started off very rocky. Started off extremely rocky, but they got it together, man. Like, seriously, they got it together. They, you know, claiming that number one spot in the East currently. Um, I think I think the coaching staff deserves so much credit for making them play defense. We're talking about defense. No, the Boston Celtics are playing defense. Let's not get that um, confused. The Boston Celtics are a very impressive defensive team and shout out to the head coach Udoka um I think the way that team is reminds me a little bit of that what was it oh 18 I think it was 2008 when the Celtics won yeah I believe it was 2008 that team there when Paul Pierce Kevin Garnett Ray Allen could give you the buckets but they also played defense. They also had a, a they had Tony Allen on like they had a great group of guys who could give you buckets. Now I know they just suffered a, a big loss with Robert Williams, but you still got Marcus Smart. Um, Jalen Brown plays defense. They got Jason Tatum playing defense. And then they got a lot of uh Al Horfords holding his own down there on the low post. I think it's just a great group of guys. And then you got them to believe in the defense. That's a that's a big key there is to get them to believe in the defense. You know, a lot of guys got to buy into the system, you know, that you're selling in order for them to show how great the system can be. And that's what the coaching staff, have, you know, with the Boston Celtics have done. You know, they've gotten those guys to buy in, and, you know, they're, they're a heck of a team. You know, again, that feels weird giving props to the Boston Celtics, not on a hating standpoint, but just as a Lakers fan. You know, we tend to not do that. But, again, I'm different. I'm not, you know, I'm unbiased. I'm always give credit where credit is due. I wanted to just, you know, get this first episode out the way so people can understand. Every episode won't be the same. Every episode will bring something new. Um, I'm excited to engage with the fans. You know, I'm excited to engage, you know, with you guys to understand, under the listeners to understand what you like and make sure that we can, you know, touch on these subjects, talk about it. Um, I said in the top of the show, I'm a big movie guy. I'm a big tv show guy i'm a big uh music fan you know these are things that i want to know i want to know what's your favorite movies what's your favorite tv shows uh what's your favorite music who's your favorite artist um my my genre of music expands like none other you know i love jazz i love as they call it hip-hop i call it rap i love r&b love gospel i love uh certain rock i like i love 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 country music um yes i love country music you know i got a i got a a wide genre of music that i like you know um never really got into like techno or anything like that not knocking them i'm just that's just not my style of music but you know i think right now let me see who am i currently listening to currently i'm listening to yo Gotti. who else Yo Gotti, Ray Charles, it's somebody else. Jay-Z, J. 
Jasmine Sullivan. And it's somebody else. It's somebody else. It's somebody else. Those are my current. That's my current rotation. Yo Gotti, Jay-Z, Jasmine Sullivan, Ray Charles. That's my current um, rotation right now. And like I said, I, I got a wide range of music that I like. But again, I wanted to get this first episode out the way. I wanted to make sure, you know, um, that we we met and that you understand what you're listening to. You understand who you're listening to. We'll 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 have a lot more to catch up on. You know, I think what we're going to be doing is going to be great with Tunnel Vision Sports. I'm very excited. I'm confident. I'm I'm very confident about what we're doing. And then you know, Stephen Hayes podcast is just one of the podcasts on the the TVS network that we have. We have you know the guys, the Dylan and Dylan show. You know, they're pumping out episodes every week. These dudes are killing it, man. We have Jake Serrano bringing you Jake's takes. Um, we have some new shows dropping. We have Matt Lassier dropping our golf podcast, Par 71. And then we have Jake Aiello um, dropping our uh, baseball MLB podcast, Back in the Dugout. More than just MLB, but, you know, all things baseball. You know, so we, we have some, you know, some great stuff coming to you guys. And then we also have our round table that we do, um, that we do a, a panel. And it's like a, it's more of a bragging rights type thing. We get the guys, we get some of the, the journalists together just to, you know, not argue, but debate points. And then we let the fans decide, you know, who won, you know. So you, we have a lot of stuff. I also do another show, Beyond the Game, um, which is a, a, it's a podcast, but it's a video podcast where I interview athletes coaches player personnel you know doctors lawyers i interview a lot of people and the purpose of beyond the game is just to show the next generation that you don't only have to be successful as an athlete or as a rapper you know there's different ways that you can impact especially if you want to be in the sports world there's plenty of people that i that i have interviewed and that i'm going to interview to show that you can really be impactful in the sports world and not be an athlete so you know we have a lot of stuff coming to you guys from tunnel vision sports um again this is stephen hayes podcast understand this was the first episode so this is like that 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 awkward first date this is like the first time meeting you know they say first impressions are everything so i truly hope that i gave off a, a great first impression to you listeners to you guys i really want to make sure that we interact with each other like i said i I really want to do the text messaging thing so we'll have that set up i'll do i'll work out the kinks to make sure that we can get it done but you know we'll you'll be able to comment after episode you know we'll respond with the next episode so you know these things will happen and 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 we'll make sure that you guys you know have fun while listening to us you know we don't want to exclude we want to keep you guys included in what we're doing because this is what makes the show the listeners make the show you can have one of the greatest shows to ever grace the podcast world. You can have one of the greatest movies. You can have one of the greatest TV shows. You can have one of the greatest songs ever. But if nobody has heard it, how would you know? So that's why I want to make sure that you guys are included, man. But again, this is the Stephen Hayes podcast, episode one. And understand that there will be many more of these coming out. So enjoy yourselves. Take care. Thank you all for coming out. Good night.